Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Well, this sucks. But uh, where are we uh, connecting with you today? You're out in Ontario. I am. Yes, I'm in southern Ontario, sitting in my office, looking out the window on a rainy, crappy day. Oh, you don't want me to tell you what the weather is here. Nope. Nope. You just don't even go there. <laughs> I can imagine. No, it's uh, it, the grass is green, the birds are singing, but it's cloudy and it's kind of misty out and it's it's not a horrible day. Um, it would be a beautiful hunting day for sure. And uh, yeah, but the sun is not out like I'm sure it is over there. Yeah, it is. Uh, no snow out there. So <laughs> I think I like that. Hmm. So Amanda, so, um, yeah. I know uh, I know a lot of people already know who you are um, out here. Uh, you're definitely, definitely well, well recognized, but Maybe you can just uh, give a, a brief introduction to yourself. You know, maybe just give us the elevator pitch on, on who you are. Elevator pitch on who I am. Amanda Mayhew, host of That Hunting Girl on Sportsman Channel and creator and founder of Just Hunt Incorporated and Trailblazing the Outdoors, previously known as Women of the Outdoors and all the outreach programs, including Range Days, Take Me Hunting, Take Me Fishing and Take Me Off-Roading. So tell me a bit uh, what it was like growing up. I was born and raised uh, hunting and fishing in northern Ontario. Uh, my dad was the hunter. My mom was the angler. And me and my sister followed them around and, and learned everything we could. We spent our summers camping all summer, and it was awesome. Yeah. So your dad was uh, was the one who got you into hunting? Uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, big, uh, was he a big hunter or he just hunted for, or is he just a sustenance um, hunter? He, uh, I don't know. He just, 
hunting season would open and he would go. <laughs> if rabbit was open, he, him and his buddy went rabbit hunting. If grouse was open, he went grouse hunting. If moose was open, he went and got us a moose and bear. And so just uh, put, putting meat in the freezer and, and having fun and, and being in the outdoors and making memories. Like I can remember, Oh my God. I can remember way back when I was like five years old and, and, and went ice fishing with him and, and how he would make lean tos on the side of the lake and start a little fire and, you know, let us drive around on the skidoos. Yeah. So he was a big outdoors. Very. Yeah, absolutely. It was way, way more fun being outside than being inside, especially where we grew up. So for sure. It's definitely funny how the times have changed. eh? Uh, I remember what it was like when we grew up, um, you know, we were just outside all the time. Um, we didn't have access to cell phones, Xboxes, and all this technology kids have access today. But uh, my dad, he hey, was... Hey, I had a guitar system. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I still have it. <laughs> that thing's probably worth a fortune. I'd hold on to that. Do you remember the game where you'd be like a cowboy and there'd be another cowboy and you'd take your gun out and you would shoot him and like pieces of blocks would come flying off the other cowboy until he disappeared sort of a great game yeah my friends had uh they had the game councils uh we never got one so but uh we had a Mm -hmm. we had i had two younger brothers and some sticks to beat each other with so that was our oh that was always fun too Uh, the younger brother he always (laughs) lost that game (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's great that's great luckily he forgets all that because he's bigger than i am now Oh, yeah. Good thing. <laughs> so what did you do before you got into t- to, uh, hunting on television? Uh, hunting not on television. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, I've done lots of things. I, oh boy. Um, uh, I've been a fitness bodybuilder, had a fitness magazine, uh, had my own advertising company. I did uh gun sales i used to work behind the gun counter at a store in waterloo ontario shooter's choice i sold guns for a number of years i worked for the province and the um what did i do I, consumer government consumers so service ontario i sold uh, hunting licenses did mto stuff health cards and then moved to ministry of natural resources and odd other jobs uh but for the most part i raised three boys um as a single mom uh they're all older now and have their own families and um i started doing i went to shot show in 2016 and sat down with the boys from uh, wild tv and they um they they talked me into this project that they were doing called canada hunt and I was like, no, I don't want to be on TV. And they're like, oh, come on, just try it. All you have to do is just hunt. And I had already created the brand Just Hunt probably about 10 years previous to that. And I just used used it and, and made T-shirts and did my, you know, my thing in the bush and hunting. Um, as time went on, just as, as who I was, it was never really a big deal made of it. And then I said, okay, yeah, let's... Um, Let's try it. When they when they told me all I had to do was was just hunt, and they would send the cameraman, and I could just be myself. I I said sure, let's let's give it a go, and it became very um, successful. And um, actually, the very first episode was filmed after the spring bear hunt had been canceled for 17 years, 
And so this was the first spring bear hunt in Ontario in 17 years. And um, to back up just a, just a little bit more, uh, my mom is and was my best friend. And I called her from SHOT Show and told her what was going on. And she just thought it was so exciting that her little girl was going to be on TV. I didn't really agree with her, but she thought it was great. And uh, she was going to come with me back to our hometown because she had previously, my parents had previously moved from there uh, to film the show. And um, six weeks before we were due to to be on quote unquote set, she passed away. So it kind of set the tone for the whole entire first season and since then. So um, where I had no, um, really no idea what to expect from this whole project and, and how it was going to go and, and how I would be on TV and, and, and who, you know, like how the audience would take me. I realized that in that, in that span of time from, from losing and dealing or dealing with losing my mom and six weeks later going on my first spring bear hunt, like pretty much ever um, was that I had to figure out, how I was going to be, how I was going to handle it, and if I could come across the way that would make her proud or make my parents proud. And and it, it actually, it set the tone for, for the whole, for everything that it is now. And I just, with everything that I do, whether it's designing a new sweater or or going on a hunt or filming the hunt or mentoring someone else, I always keep in mind in in the back of my head, my parents, what they would say, how they would react and how they would, you know, support or, or, or educate or whatever. So that goes in with everything that I do now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in 2016, there wasn't a lot of women in the hunting television industry. Was there? No, there was none. None. I mean, was this, you would have, uh, go ahead. You would have like the 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 couples, the couples that were on TV, yeah. but not a single. Yeah, that, that's a big that's a big obstacle. I mean, that's you know that's there's a lot of challenges being um, being a woman entering sort of uh, a sports man's. I say that with quotations, world, so to speak. Um, and uh, I didn't. I never thought of it that way, though. Yeah. Ever okay. since I was little, I was always a hunter, and I, I never. I don't know. I my best friends are guys and I know people say this. I know people say it's a male dominated world. And what was it like being the only female at the time on television and the only, you know, in that I'm still breaking barriers and, and it's, and it's awesome. And, and I, um, you know, like, but it's just who I am. Like, it's just, it's just me. I'm not, I'm not out there with, a Thor hammer saying, I'm going to bust you down because I'm a girl. Like that's not the case. It's just, I happen to be a girl and I, that's what I happen to do. And yeah, well, I mean the narrative surrounding women in hunting TV, it's definitely changed a lot over the last, uh, since, since you first got into the industry. Uh, I yeah. mean, that definitely has to, has to be attributed to the exploits of yourself and other champions in the industry. I know, um, you know, you were one of the first ones, but I don't, you weren't the only one, um, around that time. I think there was a couple other females who, who were kind of breaking into the industry. Um, it's not so much, uh, 
a man's world anymore. I think, um, you know, we're seeing a lot of gender equality uh, in the industry and especially on television. And uh, yourself, do you think there's areas still that could be improved on? Or, or do you? I think it's. I think it's pretty equal. I think that it doesn't matter if you're a female or a male. If you're willing to do the job and you're going to work hard at it, that it's, 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 it's for it's for anybody. And I think yeah. you you know you put on Sportsman Channel or or whatever the outdoors network, and I think that there's a great balance of mm-hmm. of of awesome outdoor shows. Uh, there's always new and upcoming shows. Uh, the younger generation getting involved, and you know. Uh, I, I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it has a great combination and yeah, I mean, and there's more, more and more girls getting out there and, and I know it because I, 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 I'm there and I'm, you know, I answer questions and I talk to people and I help mentor new hunters getting out there and, and they want to get involved in the, in the social aspect of it too and, and get on TV. And I think it's incredible. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, your uh, your passions are your passions. Uh, I agree with you 100%. Doesn't matter whether you're a woman or a man. If you're passionate about something, that's uh, it's going to be evident in in how you pursue it. I have a daughter and two sons, and my daughter's passion for archery outweighs both of my boys put together. So, um, and again, this is evidence when she sh- when she's shooting, and when people watch you on TV. Again, I mean, I might sound like a broken record. Um, it's definitely intrinsic, and regardless if it's illustrated by a man or a woman, this is what people are drawn to. I totally agree. And that's a lot of feedback that I get. Um, and, and this season, this season, I don't know if you've been watching, but it's been a pretty, <laughs> it's, it's been pretty um, interesting. Uh, we're on, I uh, think this, this Monday coming up will be the fourth new episode that uh, was produced in 2020. And given the fact that 2020 was kind of a um, a very strange year, and uh, I did a lot of stuff by myself. Uh, I feel that 22 days on my turkey hunt, which was the first episode this year, I may have lost my mind a little bit just filming and hunting by myself for as long as I did. Those 22 days, and the fact that I got to get out in the world and actually see somebody after that, we 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 made some pretty. Uh, I mean, the, the hunt itself was serious, but the show was a little bit more on the silly side. So a lot of feedback that I'm getting is like, wow, you know, Amanda, I love your show. It's educational. It's fun. You're not just sitting in one spot waiting for something to come in. You're going out, you're doing other things. You're, you're laughing and, and, you know, my kids love watching it with Hmm. me and it's not, you know, and that that feels really good because who you see on TV, that's, that's who I am. uh, You're not acting. That's just, you know, it's who you are and, and you're showing that, and yeah, the viewers can definitely get on board with that. That's cool. So 22 days for a turkey hunt. I did. <laughs> it's crazy. Did you see that episode? No? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but uh, <laughs> we've got so, it on PVR. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't get to watch a lot of TV, but my daughter likes watching watching your show. So we kind of, when we get uh, some time, we're going to watch it. She uh, So a little bit, uh, very brief background on that particular episode. So that... Um, April 25th, 2020, uh, it was the opening day of turkey season, and it was just like maybe a month and a week after our lockdown started March 13th, uh, when they canceled like the Toronto Sportsman Show and shut down all the shows across Canada. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was like, I cannot wait to get out there. And from March 13th to like April 23rd, I was in my house. I didn't leave. My husband was the one that went and did, you know, the groceries once a week and 
I was literally in my house. So on April 23rd, when I got to go out and just kind of peek around and see where the turkeys were at and scout, I was like, Merry friggin' Christmas to me. I'm outside. <laughs> and, uh, I had so much fun just even scouting and, you know, making a little call and they're gobbling like crazy. And I was just super pumped to do the show. And um, I looked forward to every single day. And I, I actually didn't harvest the turkey. Sorry to spoil the show, but I didn't harvest the turkey, but I have the most incredible footage of turkeys, and I had turkeys every single day except for one day in 22 days, and I went from 32 degrees to a massive snowstorm in the middle in the beginning of May back to super hot weather, and I had turkeys in my ear, literally. I could have slapped them in the face, but I couldn't turn around and shoot them. (laughs) Um, it It was probably the most incredible turkey turkey season I've ever had and I've had opening day double headers I've had opening day done in 12 minutes you know all those things but I think that the length of this particular season and all the things that I got to experience after being closed in the house for so long was just magical yeah well I mean it still sounds like a a fairly successful hunt outside I think it was successful (laughs) yeah I mean looking back on all my hunts some of the most memorable hunts ended up with me eating my tag. Well, then you'll like the ending of that episode, so you'll have to watch it with your daughter. Yeah. You guys have a bit of a lockdown out there again, don't you, in Ontario? Oh, yeah, we're in lockdown. We're actually supposed to stay in our house today. We got a notice that we're supposed to stay in our homes for 48 hours. That's what we got. That's what we received today. Um, It was a big kind of like a Amber Alert thing on our phones. And last I think it was last week we got the stay stay home for I think it was a I think it's a 30 day lockdown where you have to stay home. But then today in our particular area in the area we live in, not the province, we got to stay stay at home for 48 hours. Was this which, affecting any of your your hunts that you had planned? No. Uh, okay. So um, yes and no. So uh, turkey I do very locally, so local that it's behind my house. Um, Convenient. <laughs> Uh, spring bear hunt will be in northern Ontario and it's basically that won't be until June so it's going to be kind of the same thing I did last year I drive everywhere I don't fly I don't travel with other people um and I yeah it it Go ahead. Killed a couple. It killed a couple of hunts that I was going to do south of me. I was supposed to go to Tennessee and yeah. and meet up with a girlfriend there, but in Canada, no, it hasn't yeah. affected L- it. Luckily, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't shut down any cross borders. Did uh, do you do a lot of hunting down in the states? No, no, no. mostly in Canada. I mostly in Canada. Yeah, so uh, New Brunswick and Alberta and Ontario are my most favored or spots that are. A habit of, of hunting in. I've been to Alberta the four times and the or sorry three times in the last two years have been consecutive for my elk hunt. And um, yeah, um, well, how about Alberta. BC? Have you made it out to BC yet? Uh, so actually, I did a hunt in November of 2019, and I was up in Williams Lake area. Uh, where my grandfather used to be a, a moose guide, and um, right. that was interesting to find out. Yeah, I had no idea until I got there. And um, I do a lot of work with Corlanes. So Corlanes oh, yeah. actually built my 
firearm that I use for I've used for the last two years. They bought they they built me a six point five PRC, and um, yes, yeah, so I do a lot of work with them. Cool. So the spring bear hunt that's mm-hmm. is that uh, that's one of your big ones. I love it. Yep, it's kind of my solo hunt that I look forward to every year, and yeah, I'm I'm excited uh, to put. So you do your filming. Do you do your filming yourself, or do you do you have? A I do. Camera? Wow. I do. Um, That's tough. I, it's challenging, but I learned a lot from the camera guys that I worked with um, at Wild. So uh, when I was at Wild, they would send me a camera person uh, the first couple of seasons. And then after the, because in Canada hunts, you only get three episodes. And then after the first two years of only having three episodes, they realized that the, the, the show was, you know, popular and, and people really liked watching it. So they gave me my, my first season, full season. And with that full, first full season, I had a cameraman for the first couple of episodes. And then I just, we had a conversation and I said, uh, you know, why don't you just let me try to try to do it and capture it. I've, I've taken so much in from all these professionals that let's just see what I can come up with. And I, I think I did an okay job and yeah. Let's see. Yeah. There, there, so for what you see on TV in the last two or three years, I've had help from friends, ambassadors. I do have a cameraman on call when I do need him because it's hard to um, capture waterfowl hunts when you're self-filming or fishing. But for the most part, I do it on my own. Yes. That's tough. That's a lot of work. All the editing and stuff, is that done by somebody else? Or do you do all that yeah. as well? No, that would be insane. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, well, there's, there's only so much time in a day. <laughs> yes. And I have a clothing line and an outreach program yeah. and dog and a farm and <laughs> oh. granddaughter. So, no, yeah. I don't do the editing. Tell me a bit about your out, outreach programs. Oh, my. So, as as, little, as far back as I can remember, people always ask me to take them hunting, and I did. And in 20 something, I don't even remember the year, 2011, maybe, no, 2009, I don't know. People um, were asking me to teach them how to shoot firearms mostly. I wasn't into archery back then. So we created Range Days and Range Days was a a spot where you could come and learn no license required uh, pistol, shotgun, rifle, and archery. And um, it went over so well that a lot of girls were coming back just to get a different experience at different ranges. And this one girl had said in 2017, Amanda, I have my licenses and I, and I can shoot, but I don't have anyone to take me hunting. And I said, well, I'll take you hunting. And that's where it started. And so I had created a program that is, that exists outside of a, of an inside building. And it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday set up just like a hunt camp. You come in, you have your gear, everything you're going to need. Uh, we start with a grouse hunt, nice and easy. You can talk. You know, um, we talk about the basics of, of chokes and shotguns and gauges. Uh, when we're out uh, going on the actual hunt, we're talking about what to look for, what the birds are interested in eating, what the seas like the, the time of year it is, different trees, uh, different tracks we end up seeing different animals we do some moose calling we see bear scat all these kinds of things that you would see on an actual hunt i'm there to 
to to point these things out. So um, yeah, since 2017, it's been a an actual program, and it's been very popular and accepted. And it's it's amazing to see the girls come out with me, and then see them on their own taking other people out like the following year and it makes me smile and I love it. And it's exciting because a great it, idea. Yeah. And, and, and we're learning and teaching and learning and teaching. Right. And that's how it should be. And yeah. I don't know everything. I just know what I know. And, and to be able to pass that. And I learn things from the girls that come in. Mm-hmm. They, they, in it, in it, and it's just, it's a good combination of yeah. education. Well, that, that mentorship is definitely key. I think, uh, I think that's uh, that's lacking in in uh, a lot of the industry today is just that you know the lack of of good mentorship or just mentorship. Um, you know, I had my dad, my cousins, my uncles. They're all into hunting, and they had guns. We had guns around, so we were, it was just second nature to us to to uh, know how to shoot a gun and and all that stuff. And I know I know a lot of people. I know of a lot of people who want to get into hunting and they, they just don't have an outlet to get into hunting. So it's great that, uh, that you're doing that. Now, is this only to girls or is it to like youth as well? Um, no. So I've done lots of stuff with the, with youth as well. You just, you, it's, it's tricky. You have to be, you know, cautious because the firearms licensing, you know, hunting licenses, they can't actually harvest an animal until they're 12 with their hunting license and so you just I like taking them out and they get to see the experience of of how things go down and to be involved like if it's a waterfall hunt they're there they're sitting on the sidelines bird goes down everyone you know safely puts their firearms away they see that being done they go out they retrieve the birds like stuff like that um, and it, and it's great to see the, the, the passion on the children's faces when they're like, Oh my God, when I turn 12 and totally doing that. And so, yeah, we, we set up events like that so that the kids can get involved with their parents when they come out too, and also men. So I've had a lot of requests from men and it's, it's usually the demographic that was born and raised in the GTA area or London or, uh, have they're a new Canadian they want to learn how to hunt and in a safe manner and they call me up and they say hey you know like what can we do so I've I've been honored to to be able to take some some guys out and they and and it's cool and and they treat me with respect and I don't you know it's it's a it's 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 awesome yeah do your kid your kids do do they hunt I know they're all grown up yeah yeah okay Absolutely. I was a single mom. So if I was going in the bush, they were coming with me. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys spend a lot of time out in the bush when they were yeah, very we young? Did. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh awesome. yeah, absolutely. They learned to drive in the bush. They were sitting behind the wheel of the truck when they were like nine. They knew how to clean a shotgun and, and bake a cake by the time they were 10. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're awesome boys. And um, my youngest taught me archery and I taught him all about firearms and yeah, it's, um, they're so, awesome kids. They're awesome. So cool. When I Googled your name, uh, a slogan came up, uh, be real, be strong, be you. What's, uh, yes. where does that stem from? I have Graves disease and I have had a rough go in everything that would have been my adult life. I was a young mom at 17 
Uh, I've been through, you know, all kinds of different crap that anybody could go through. Uh, bad relationships, financial issues, medical problems, all that stuff. And in the end, like my mom always said, just be yourself and be as strong as you can be and 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 be just be real. Never pretend to be somebody that you're not. And I don't think I ever could be. I'm very transparent. And so Be Real, Be Strong, Be You came from the fitness fanatic days when I had my own magazine and I started bodybuilding and I, I had just been diagnosed with Graves disease. And they put me on a whole bunch of pills and the pills made me feel like crap. So I flushed them down the toilet. I saw a Chuck Norris commercial. I went to Walmart and bought the Total Gym. I started using it. I changed my life. And from there, I was just like, that's it. This is exactly, I'm going to live by these words every day. They're tattooed on me. They go with everything that I do, whether it's hunting. um, It doesn't matter what it is. And um, I live true to it. And other people believe in it and I believe in it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so good. Now, just hunt mm-hmm. is uh it's a little bit more than just a cool handle. Uh when I'm looking on your webpage, <laughs> you uh you definitely find that it's multifaceted. Uh can you tell tell us a little bit of what's going on over your webpage over there? You've got uh we we kind of touched base on the on the uh, outreach programs you have, but uh what's bear strong? No, that's another one. My mom knows that I knew that I was just addicted to bear hunting. And it wasn't just so much pulling the trigger, but just watching them and seeing, seeing how they act and and how and and just just they're amazing creatures. And going back to Graves disease and and being strong, um, a bear has a lot of strength. And bear strong to me means that you can be a strong, it's inner strength in you. So you find your inner strength to accomplish the goals in life that you want. So it's just a very empowering phrase that, um, again, means a lot to different people in different ways. We, um, we had just lost one of our ambassadors' dads, and he he had pancreas pancreas cancer, prostate cancer. Sorry, uh, for 15 years, and he lived every day by the the words of Bear Strong. He had the hat, he wore it, it did not leave his side, and he believed in it. And he said that he always pulled his inner strength together to to get by every day. So it's a uh, kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You also uh, on your webpage, you, you got some clothing there for sale. You've got uh, I, a link to your yeah. YouTube video. Yes, YouTube channel. Yep, that's uh doesn't really show a whole lot. Just mostly teasers and and trailers of the show. But we put the odd commercial on there and have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of cool stuff to poke around on on your website. Hey, back to that topic of bears. You mentioned you're addicted to bear hunting. Now they took the bear hunt away from you guys in Ontario for quite a while. It was 17 years. It was shut down. Yeah, yeah, you did. Nice to get it back. They're trying to shut the bear hunt down in BC right now. The black bear hunt. Really? Yeah, it's actually Why? Uh, it's actually on a list of there's a few there's a few on their docket 
um, they're targeting wolves, cougars, black bears, elk, and bighorn sheep right now. To stop it, yep. to, to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Horrible. So, um, the, yeah, the Wild Sheep Society they put together a big campaign to to try to to try to fight it. So, um, but unfortunately, right now, I think there was a there was a hundred and five thousand resident tag sold in British Columbia last year. And right now they're, they're have less than 10,000 people on board with this initiative to stop this, but yeah. Can people outside of the province help? Oh yes, absolutely. And the more this is talked about, the better. Yeah. I know, uh, Steve Ackland, he put in a word for the guys. Uh, I, I know, you know, Steve, uh, he put in a word for, for that campaign. So yeah, I like hearing when, when something's reintroduced, like, like the black bear hunt, it's, uh, it's good to see that because we in 2017 our provincial government shut down a grizzly bear hunt to as just part of a political promise so and unfortunately it's had you know uh, it's so far it's had devastating it's had a devastating impact on you know the guides of british columbia and the trickle-down effect from those guys losing that hunt and not to mention you know the the long-term effects on the other wildlife so what i'm afraid of is that they're using this as a ploy, so they're going to put six of them, say, okay, well, listen, we're putting six on the table. Um, we're only going to take two away, so you guys should be happy. So then... Yeah. So, like, if they took away, huh. say, the wolf and the black bear. Wow. And they changed okay, our whole moose point system this year. Oh, they did, eh? Lots of different provinces are going through lots of different changes. And, and I know there's a reason behind change, and obviously life needs, needs change, because life changes but i wish that hunting was as simple as it was back when i was growing up oh i remember going hunting with my dad and they, they, he was just a moose hunter he was just he didn't care he was just in it for the meat right so the first moose that he's seen was the first one that got shot so but yeah it's <laughs> uh it's definitely a lot lot trickier today than it than it uh than it used to be that's for sure unfortunately so. yeah i have uh my own opinions of but uh, anyway, I kind of got sidetracked there. But yeah, anyway, we're yeah, talking about, we're talking we're talking about, about uh, your, your, yeah, your webpage. The Bear Strong, Just Hunt, what's all involved with Just Hunt. And it's not just a cool handle. It's, yeah, the clothing line. It's a lifestyle. It's, uh, it's everything. I've been saying people have made fun of me when I was a teenager because they're like, what are you doing? I said, I'm just, just hunting. That's all you do, Amanda. All you do is just hunt. I'm like, well, just hunt. I yeah. guess. <laughs> So when you're planning your hunts, do you have do you find you have to constantly um, keep up with what seems to be trending in the industry, or do you just kind of do your own thing and just let your passion drive your drive your viewers? Uh, I don't know what hunts are trending in the industry. Um, I just do my own thing. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I do what I do because I I love doing it. So I I love my spring bear hunt. I do my moose hunt every year, no matter what, hands down, don't care. Don't care if we don't get a moose. Don't care if we're going to area 27 or 52 or if it's snowing. I don't care. I'm going moose hunting. That's it. Um, I do my deer hunt, my archery, my shotgun, my grouse hunt. My I do it all. I do it all because I'm, I'm so excited to just go and do it. And I love all the meat. My kids love it. My dad doesn't get out anymore hunting, so I provide him with it. And yeah, it's um, it's all an adventure, and it's all who I am. And I it is 
the, the, the morning of the day that I get in that truck and go for my wherever I'm going, I am the happiest person in the world. Just, just, yeah, just call me and you'll see. What's your, uh, what's your favorite animal to hunt? Oh, that's so unfair. Um, (laughs) (laughs) like I said, I love bear hunting. Um, bear hunting, you can't ask me that question because every animal is different. Bear hunting, it's a predator. The meat is amazing. They're, they're unpredictable. I love watching them. You never know what you're going to get. Their personalities are incredible. But then I love elk hunting. I just started that. Now I am so addicted to elk hunting. Oh, my God, you should hear me bugle. And, uh, <laughs> you know, but I love moose hunting because it's, it's a whole different, it's a whole different ball game. It's you, strat, you totally need a whole different type of strategy when you're moose hunting, whether you're as an individual or you're working with a group. And we've had the moose fellas for the last couple of years. So there's a group of us that go and do that. And, and the camaraderie of, of that versus how I moose hunted by myself for 30 plus years. And then, but I like wolf hunting and, you know, how crazy is wolf hunting this year? I harvested a wolf and, you know, he wasn't even that far away from me. And, and it was just, it was the, uh, the uh, you, you can't even explain it. You got to watch the show. <laughs> okay. So, and even, you know, all of them. That's I can't a t- say favorite. That's a tough question. How about what's your favorite <laughs> style of hunting? I don't know if that one's any easier, but. No, it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I like long distance and shotgun and archery. And yeah, I know you, you can't. I love everything that has to do with hunting. Everything. I think an easier question is what don't you like about hunting? And I don't okay. even know if I can I don't think that is an easier question because I don't think there is anything not to like. Well, there is the in the in the political world, in the political realm of hunting, there is there's quite a few things I don't like about hunting. But I mean, aside from getting out and and actual hunting, I don't think there's uh there's anything not to love. Yeah. I don't uh yeah, no, I love everything. If I have to get up at four o'clock in the morning to go, I might whine about it a little bit the night before because I'm having so much fun with who I'm hunting with that I don't want to go to bed, but I know I have to. And that's probably like the only thing I could ever complain about hunting is the three hours of sleep I have had the night before. Yeah, I find uh, spring turkey's tough on the on the sleep. <laughs> right. I'm up before my husband. He's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I spring turkey hunt about an hour and a half. It's about an hour and a half drive. Unfortunately, it's not in my backyard. So I have to uh, I have to drive an hour and a half. So my, my routine is I leave at 2. I go hunting till 6. And then I come back and go to work. Oh, that's crappy. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> it, well... <laughs> You know, there's been a few years where I've gotten a turkey on the first day and I thought, oh man, this is great. I don't have to get up anymore. But after about, you know, the season's 30 days and after about five days, you're like, man, now I don't get a turkey hunt anymore until next year. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. You only get one, you only get one tag? Yeah, we're only allowed one tag. So we're allowed oh, we an... two. Oh yeah, see, that's nice. We're allowed another bird in the fall, but I mean, it's tough. It's tough in the fall to, to concentrate on turkeys when you have moose and deer and elk and sheep and all the other fun stuff to chase around so i agree because we have a turkey in the spring we can only shoot a bearded turkey we can get up to two tags and it's april 25th to may 31st and then in the fall 
We have, um, they just opened for the full month of October, where previously it was only 10 days in October during the moose hunt. So it was hard for people to be like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going turkey hunting over moose hunting because that wasn't going to happen. And so they've opened it up for the whole month and you can shoot either female or male now. So, but it's different uh, turkey hunting in the fall. The the whole strategy, the calling, everything is completely different. Hmm. Yeah, and I think that... Calling is for me anyway. The calling is when you you know three thirty four o'clock in the morning when you hear those birds garbling out of the roost. It's it's pretty unique, for sure. Oh, it's exciting! It's like, yeah. Seriously, if you get a chance to watch my turkey episode with your daughter, you, you're gonna you're gonna laugh. You just have a good laugh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. What's uh. Do you have? Can you give us a teaser for for this upcoming season? What you're working on? What type of hunts uh, planned? Yes, I can. Um, we have already accomplished the winter adventure, so that was waterfowl and ice fishing. Uh, next up is turkey in a couple weeks. Then the spring bear hunt in a fly-in camp, which will be exciting. We're actually doing. A destination giveaway for somebody to come join us at the camp for a fishing adventure while we're there. You can find that on Sportsman Channel's uh, website and also on the Just Hunt website. What else are we doing? We are doing some big Lake Ontario salmon fishing. We are doing, uh, we have Jason McCoy and a couple of other special country music guests joining us for some episodes of Back in Alberta elk hunting and going on a mule deer hunt with one of my good friends, Jeff Coyle, who you might know. And um, what else am I doing? Another wolf hunt. We have a take me hunting program, so a couple of waterfowl hunts, and my annual moose fellows hunt. And that's probably, oh, and we have a fall bear hunt. And oh. actually, um, this past season that is, or this new season that's airing last year, a 14-year-old ambassador of mine shot a over a 450-pound black bear, and this year is his mom's turn, wow. so we're taking her up. Yeah. Cool. Lots going on. Lots, lots going on. Lots of fun. Awesome. Trailers on the website. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna put <laughs> all. Uh, I'll put links to all that up in the show notes here, um, so everybody will have access to it. But. Uh, Amanda, it's uh, it's been a blast chatting with you today. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add? I don't think so. I think uh, we covered everything. I think I talked a lot. <laughs> it's never enough hearing from you. It's been uh, it's been a blast. Uh, I want to thank you again for for taking a bit of, bit of time. I know I know you got a lot going on and and you're a busy person. So I'm gonna let you get back to it. Thank you, thank you. It's been it's been fun and it's been fun learning about you too. So that's great. And I keep doing what you're doing and it's exciting that you're doing the things that are, are it's important everything that you have has a purpose everything you're doing has a purpose and that's that's awesome and that's really cool yeah well thank you very much okay well uh we'll talk again soon and hopefully uh maybe later on down the line we can uh we can reconnect it's awesome thank you so much bye you believe that wow i guess it's all worth it